This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I am your host. Happy Thursday, by the way. Myself, Dr. Kelly Victory with me today. Steve House is not with us. So, Dr. Kelly, how are you? I am well. Thanks, as always, for having me, John. All right. I want to take four minutes because we normally, you know, I kind of cut out our questions of the day. We, you know, shorten things up with our commercials and so on. But you sent me something this week that... I, I know you've heard it, but a lot of the listeners have not. This is on Rumble. We'll put this link up on our uh, Facebook, or on, not on Facebook, on the website a little bit later tonight. And uh, I think it's worth playing, and then we can kind of dovetail into it with so many other things today, Dr. Kelly. But you sent me this, and you even said, in four minutes, this really sums up everything as to where we are. So let me just play it here real quick for everybody listening, and here we go. News. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've rolled back the ban on gain-of-function research. Really? So now it's legal for us to modify viruses and make them more deadly and transmissible to humans. Why would you want to do that? Well, it's important that we be prepared in case something like that happened in the future. In case somebody modifies a deadly virus to be more infectious and able to transmit to humans? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, sounds dangerous. No, 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 it's fine. We're doing it at a level four weapons research lab in Wuhan, China. Very secure. Okay, good. Terrible news. Oh, no. There's been an outbreak of a mysterious new respiratory virus in Wuhan, China. Wuhan, China? Like, like where the research lab is? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like right where the lab is. So do you think it could have come from the lab? But no, absolutely not. No. I'd see how you could make that mistake, but no, no, no. The virus, the deadly virus with the artificial furin cleavage sites that make it able to infect humans, that came from the farmer's market down the road from the dangerous bioweapons lab. And you expect us to believe that? I'll ban you from the internet if you don't. Oh, God. No need to worry. The global medical establishment's always preparing for these types of things. In fact, like two months ago, they held a course called Event 201, where they basically predicted exactly what would happen, right down to the type of virus and where it came from. So, so they're like totally on top of this. Uh, actually, they're going to do nothing for months and let it spread all over the world. But it started in China, right? Like, can't we at least halt travel with them? I didn't realize you were a racist. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't realize you had some deep, seething hatred of Asian people. In fact, I think it's despicable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm talking about the virus. Oh, the virus? Uh, it's here now. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, it came on a plane from China. There's nothing we could do. Well, what do we know about the virus so far? Not a lot, but we're going to go ahead and assume that it's the deadliest thing in the world and everybody's scared. We're all scared. You didn't seem very worried about it when it was in China. Well, no, no, I was calling you a racist then. That's what was important. But now we're very scared of the virus. Everybody's scared. You're scared. Well, does it affect certain ages or populations or groups, anything like that? Yeah, actually, it's way deadlier to the elderly and the sick. Okay, well, why don't we start by protecting them? 
And now we're actually going to send COVID-infected patients into nursing homes instead. Jeez, well, okay, well, what are you doing to stop the spread? Uh, UV lights, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, should I wear a mask? We know that masks don't really stop you from getting this type of infection. The, The science is pretty much settled on this. Masks don't work. Okay, so no mask. Actually, they're mandatory, and also we're shutting down everything. Wait, what? Yeah, it's called lockdown. I'm basically declaring martial law and saying that you can't leave your house or gather in large groups. How do you think you're going to get people to go along with this? Well, it's only for two weeks. It's going to last forever, isn't it? Maybe. And you're shutting everything down? Everything? Every restaurant? Every store? Yep, absolutely everything. Everything's shut down. We're all in this together. So like, even like Walmart and Target? No, they can stay open. Okay, what about like McDonald's or Taco Bell? (laughs) Obviously McDonald's and Taco Bell can stay open. Okay, so the big chain stores can stay open, but if a small business tries to stay open, we will send a tank and point a rifle in their face and maybe send them to jail. But it's only for two weeks or years or whatever. I mean, won't that crash the economy? Oh yeah, 100% for sure. Okay, but this stops the virus. It does not, no. Okay, uh, other than masks that don't work and lockdowns that don't work, is there anything else you suggest that we do? Oh, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm, I'm imposing plastic barriers and uh, social distancing as well. Okay, so those work. <laughs> no, of course not. It's ridiculous. Just think about it. But we do encourage contact tracing where you download our app to your phone and then use it to log everywhere you go and everything you do and everyone you interact with. It sounds like a precursor to vaccine passport. No way. That's crazy. Hey, by the way, we sent a uh, investigative team to figure out the origins of the virus. Oh, so you're investigating the lab? No. Uh, okay, well, who are you sending to investigate? The guy who runs the lab. Yeah, this sounds suspicious. It's not. I mean, the whole thing sounds sketchy. Nothing you're saying really makes any sense. And it seems like the same people imposing the masks and lockdowns are the same people that are benefiting from it. And it seems like it's going to have way worse long-term effects than the virus itself. I mean, all of this seems arbitrary and expensive. Well, it's only until we get the vaccine. And and actually, it's going to be a wonderful, revolutionary new mRNA vaccine. So, you know, thank God we have Bill Gates helping us with this. Uh, Bill Gates, isn't he the one who thinks the most pressing issue the Earth faces is overpopulation and that the best way to reduce population is through vaccines? Uh, Didn't he give a TED Talk to that effect? No, shut up. He loves you. Dr. Kelly, if that wasn't so uh, funny, I mean, you know, I'm sitting here laughing, shaking my head, and yet all of that, I know it's kind of comedic, but it's true. Oh, oh, it's absolutely true, John. It's terrifying. I mean, it's funny, yes, because of the way it's presented, but the reality is that people have bought into this. Uh, And when you put it all together like that and lay it out in that four-minute piece, you can hopefully, the average person can begin to realize just how preposterous this whole thing has been. I've said from the beginning, the only thing that differentiates you know, a full-blown tinfoil hat conspiracy theory about COVID and something that's proven to be true is about three months. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. every single thing that I said and was banned for and ridiculed for and derided about when I claimed uh, very early on that this was a lab-concocted virus or that the vaccines wouldn't work and on and on and on. And in fact, we know all of those things are, are now true. Uh, so, it's it's humorous, but in that element of humor, clearly there's more than uh, a few nuggets of, of hard, cold truth. On top of that, we learned today that President Biden, of course, has COVID. If you didn't see the news, some of you probably just haven't been on the computer or listening to any news sources, but he has COVID. Let me remind you, and Charlie even found the clip uh, from a while back to where he himself One year ago today, Dr. Kelly, he himself said the vaccines will stop the spread of COVID. 
Absolutely. One year ago today, he came out, if you're vaccinated, you won't get COVID. That's right. And that is what we were told. We were told that they were 96, 97 or percent effective in con- keeping you from contracting the virus. Then over a period of just a couple of months, the efficacy dropped to well low than, lower than 50% and then into the single digits. Then it became, well, it's because you need a booster. Then you need two boosters. Then they said, oh, actually, we never said it. you wouldn't get COVID. Uh, they yeah. totally, yeah. they said, oh, we, we never said that. Which is we a flat out lie they you. did. Of course they did. And, they, and then they said it would keep you from getting hospitalized. So today, you know, when they came out and acknowledged everybody from the, you know, that, that Biden has COVID, Biden, who is, quote, fully vaccinated and twice boosted, still contracted COVID. Uh, and then you've got everybody from the press secretary to the COVID czar, Dr. Ja, uh, coming out and saying, thank goodness President Biden is vaccinated because he's protected. And I'm thinking, protected from what? Apparently, he wasn't protected from getting COVID, uh, and he certainly isn't protected from being sick enough to need antivirals. I'm sorry sorry that I'm laughing, but again, if you weren't laughing, Dr. Kelly, this stuff is just maddening. It would make you literally want to pull your hair out. If I wasn't chuckling, I would be. Exactly. And so then they say, well, you know, the, the narrative is now, well, thank goodness he's He's vaccinated up one side and down the other because if he weren't, he would have gotten sicker. And I'm saying, remind me, who's getting significantly ill with Mm -hmm. the current variants of COVID? And the answer is no one. That's the reality. The good news for everybody, including President Biden, is that this virus has mutated and done exactly what we would anticipate for a viral mutation, meaning it has become more and more contagious. It's highly transmissible. But the good news is, at the same time, it has become less virulent, less lethal, causes very mild symptoms. So what in God's name is the vaccine protecting you against? If it didn't protect him from getting COVID and it isn't, it's not what's protecting him from getting you know, hospitalized, the, the reality is that this virus has mutated to a point where people aren't getting hospitalized. And the real tragedy of it all is that we have a multitude of studies now, John, indicating, proving really irrefutably that it's the highly vaccinated folks like Biden who have a higher risk of contracting COVID, contracting it over and over again, and unfortunately are at higher risk than the unvaccinated of landing in the hospital if they do get it. All right, folks, we'll take a stopping point. Send us a text message. Any question for Dr. Kelly? I have one that's already come in, and there'll be others, I'm sure. So text us your questions. If not, I got more than enough things to ask her on my own, but I'd like to get your questions answered first. So 307-200-8222. Again, 307-200-8222. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is coming up next, folks. Again, anything you need when it comes to your HVAC or electrical they will take care of that as well. The Quiet Cool System right now, $300 off. That's, by the way, that's a really big deal. So make sure you call and find out how that works and how they can do that in your home. They'll come out, give you an estimate, tell you exactly how it would work for you specifically. 720-526-0231. Experience the comfort level of a cool breeze with a Quiet Cool install from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Your quiet cool system evens temperatures throughout the house, so you don't need to run the AC all day. Colorado's temperate climate is the ideal environment for this technology because it stays cool in the evening and morning and gets hotter during the day. Your quiet cool system pulls the hot air out through the ventilation in your attic 
and gives you a lower baseline temperature to work with. It's a process called thermal mass cooling. The cool air you feel isn't recirculated, it's fresh, straight from outside. Get a quiet cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air to take your comfort level to the next level with a cool breeze. Mention this ad when you schedule and receive a $300 rebate. Call Absolute at 720-526-0231 and schedule your quiet cool install. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Affordable interest mortgage, Kurt Rogers. He'll join me at 5 o'clock. We're going to talk about mortgages, housing, all the things that are affecting a lot of you listening. So please uh, listen in if you would. In the meantime, anything you need from Kurt, his direct line, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740, or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees. Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees, Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers, offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses. This is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hard working, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability, and experience safely loading, unloading, and securing equipment. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting MetroPaversInc.com. That's MetroPaversInc.com. And tell them KLZ sent you. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, Dr. Kelly Victory with us. And by the way, you can find everything you want about Dr. Kelly on our website, RushToReason.com. She's got her very own link there. Just look at the top. It says Dr. Kelly Victory. Click on it. Everything there about her we, we've placed on that particular page of hers. One question that came in, and it is on our page, but Dr. Kelly, when it comes to folks looking for telehealth concerning you know, COVID or even other things. I know frontline doctors is listed on our page or on your page on our site. Is that the best place to go? That is one. There are there are quite a few out there. Another really good one is speakwithanmd.com. Uh, speakwithanmd.com. If you go to the website that I'm associated with, we do not, by the way, offer telehealth on right. my website, but earlycovidcare.org. There's a whole list of websites where you can get uh, help 
it, whether it's if you need help uh, with acute COVID or with treating long COVID or any of the treatment protocols, those sorts of things. There's a list of telehealth sites uh, at earlycovidcare.org that uh, you will find, I think, helpful in addition to the uh, many, many other resources on that website. There are gobs of articles, scientific articles on everything from masks uh, to, you know, the, the effect of the lockdown, the uh, vaccine issues, and, the, and on and on. Okay. Um, but you can get telehealth references there. All right, perfect. And, and by the way, folks, um, on top of that, there's all of Dr. Kelly's, a lot of you ask, well, you know, what's Dr. Kelly's bio? And rather than, than take a bunch of time on air, that's all there as well. So everything about Dr. Kelly you can find there, including all the things she just mentioned a moment ago. All right, question came in. Uh, have you talked about the carcinogens based or carcinogens being on the COVID test swabs? And I, I think we've talked about that in the past. And I'll be honest, Dr. Kelly, I think what you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you said is, you know, unless you're getting swabbed daily, probably not enough there to worry about. Am I correct in that? Yeah, well, the issue is nobody has been able to prove one way or another uh, whether there are any items, any any chemicals, any compounds on those swabs. So much of this stuff, including these swabs, came at least in the early months uh, and year from from China. And China is not exactly known for their fastidious quality control. Uh, nor you know right. we have everything from you know animal products, you know dog treats coming over, you know, toothpaste coming over from China, uh, chocked full of different carcinogens and things that we wouldn't use here in the U.S. So I can't say with certainty. I've heard this reported over and over again. And regardless, even if it was a good old-fashioned U.S.-made Q-tip, there are dangers to actually shoving a swab into your nasal cavity on a regular basis, not the least of which is you do have bacteria and viruses that uh, live in your nose and throat all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you keep pushing them back up into the sinuses, you can absolutely seed a sinus infection. Interestingly, neurosurgeons have reported a quite concerning uptick in the incidence of previously very rare things like brain abscesses, <laughs> meaning a pocket of pus that develops in the brain. The surgical emergency can be devastating uh, in terms of its long-term outcome. Uh, it requires surgery, hospitalization, IV antibiotics for a long period of time. And I am quite convinced that uh, it is this ongoing and repetitive seeding of the uh, of the nasal cavity or pushing, frankly, bacteria from the nasal cavity up into the brain. It's a very, very thin layer of bone that separates the sinuses from portions of the brain. So I think there are a lot of things to worry about in addition to the fact that it's darn uncomfortable if you haven't been tested for COVID uh, in the past. It is not a pleasant uh, test. So actually our moms when we were younger saying if we stuck our finger up our nose too far we'd poke our brain wasn't too far off? She wasn't. There's, there's actually a little sort of sieve-like, there's, there's a little a thin layer of bone called the cribriform plate uh, that allows the, actually the olfactory nerves to come down from the brain. I had that, no uh, idea. You know, the nerves, yes, the nerves that come down from the brain into uh, the nose, a, a very, very, you know, relatively thin piece of bone, uh, and you can fracture that. You certainly can push bacteria and other things from the nasal cavity and the sinuses up 
into the brain that way. Um, and so I can't speak, as I said, I cannot say that there's a study showing, wow, these PCR swabs have X, Y, well, we, We've never done that before, them. though, so why, why would there be? Exactly. You know, I wouldn't recommend uh, recommend this. This whole issue of testing has been a big part of the problem yeah, with agreed. this pandemic debacle. Uh, the idea of testing asymptomatic people, absolutely unscientific. We've known from, uh, you know, for decades and decades that asymptomatic people are not the ones who spread respiratory viruses. Anthony Fauci himself acknowledged it. Uh, on plenty of video back when he was actually telling the truth about a few things. Uh, we know that asymptomatic testing is non-scientific. And frankly, today, with today's variants, people ask me all the time, they say, wow, I've got the sniffles or a sore throat. Should I get tested for COVID? Why? I say, absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the core tenets of medicine, John, is don't do a test, the results of which will not change your actions. Um, you know, what would you do differently if you found out it was COVID versus it becoming significantly ill or getting hospitalized? Along those same lines, because really this does dovetail into it. I want to talk about, you know, some vaccine uh, issues that we continue to see. We'll get into that in a moment. But Dr. Burks, who, you know, Deborah Burks, who came out, I believe, this <laughs> last week and has admitted, which I am shocked that she's actually admitted this, but she basically admitted that, they had really no factual evidence to back up the recommendations they were making to, at that time, Donald Trump. They were winging it all the way through. And really, she admits to even being deceitful when it comes to recommending some of the strategies that we all as, as citizens or subjects, I don't know what you want to call us at that point, Dr. Kelly, because I'm not sure we were really citizens then. But the reality is she admits to being very deceitful and frankly, just again, just winging it as she went through all of those recommendations to Trump, which we all knew at the time is what was happening, but she's now finally admitted it. Yeah, this is a bombshell, and it's not surprising that the mainstream media outlets aren't reporting on this, but you are exactly right. She's acknowledging, number one, that they had a paucity of actual scientific basis on which to, you know, to come up with these guidelines or these mandates or suggestions. I mean, even the social gatherings, she, all she basically said was, well, I think people will abide by the number 10. So let's recommend 10, even though they didn't have a clue how that was going to work. But that's the number they came up with. Absolutely. Based on zero studies, based on absolutely not a shred of scientific None. Uh, data. Same thing with the, the, the social distancing, totally made up construct that they ran with. And, and the, the trickle down of that, not only did you have, you know, mom and pop shops and Walmart putting stickers on the floor, so, you know, Stand and one way signs in, in the aisle. Oh, my God. So she's now acknowledged this was all made up. And then furthermore, and probably most alarmingly, she acknowledged, as you said, that she was deceitful, yep. purposely obfuscated what she was saying when she presented the information to the president from, because, number one, she hid the fact that they didn't have a scientific basis for it, but also because they knew that if they said what they were doing was going to absolutely crater the economy, yep. that President Trump wouldn't have gone He'd for have said it no. because his he would have said no, and so she purposely hid that information. They knew darn well the impact it was going to have on the economy, much like that opening four-minute piece you played. Absolutely they knew that it was yep. going to destroy the economy, and they knew that if they let President Trump know 
that they understood that, that he would have pushed back. I don't know what, you know, there, there's a word for it when somebody in a position of authority like this who's sworn an oath to serve the government does things that are absolutely contrary to the desires of the sitting president. Uh, and why we aren't acting upon this. This is really big news that Deborah Burks came out and acknowledged her role in this. Yep. She's complicit. Quote, unquote, I couldn't do anything that would reveal my true intentions. She blasted the administration for their concerns over the economy, concerns which have played out in real time to the point where the country could now be facing devastating impacts, which, by the way, we are, and so is the globe. We're already going through that. We are in a recession right now, all all because of COVID. We had the best booming economy prior to COVID ever. So the reality is, yes, all of that had a huge impact. And fortunately, we had enough folks like, I'll just say it this way, Dr. Kelly, you, myself, Steve House, we were on air. We were really convincing people to go about their lives like they normally would have. Had a lot of us in radio and in the conservative movement not done what we did in that regard, I am convinced it would be a lot worse than it is right now. I think that's true. And I came out from the very beginning, for example, and kept saying, how can they, meaning, you know, Fauci, Burks, all of them, how can they not know the literature on the impact of lockdowns? Number one, that they do not work to stop the spread of respiratory viruses. And number two, that they are devastating and that you will end up killing more people from the outcome, just from the impact of the lockdown than from the virus itself. How can they not know that? Well, it turns out Deborah Burks has just told us they did know. Right. They just lied about it, which is even yep. worse. Yep. You know, it, it's bad enough to actually be not knowledgeable about the body of literature and the scientific data in public health, but to actually have known about it and covered it up, known about it and lied. Unbelievable. So the question just came through along those lines. Can Dr. Burks be charged now with malpractice or any type of of charges that would you know that basically she would be held accountable for and i guess the same thing would be said of of dr fauci we have all already seen Rand paul come out and say listen if there's a big turnaround here in a red wave in november uh be ready fauci because you're going to be on you know you're basically going to be under oath on the, on the stand talking about all this stuff well there certainly are things they can be held accountable for for example perjury in the case of of fauci he perjured himself he did. He over lied. and over yep, again that's with right. regard to the gain of function uh, and and that is that is absolutely. Guy should be in jail right now, as far uh, we, as I'm concerned, Doctor Kelly. His pension should be removed, his salary should go away, and the guy should be behind bars, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, with regard to Deborah Burks, I mean, I I think it's treasonous. You know, when you are you swore an oath to serve, and then you undermined the known wishes, as you've acknowledged, of the sitting president, the person you are serving. Uh, I this is this is truly. Um, you know, gosh, they get all jacked up about some supposed insurrection on January 6th. Let's look at what's right in front of our eyes. You don't yeah. need, you know, yep. these guys are acknowledging what they did. Uh, will they end up being accountable? Different question. Um, I significantly, I have real concerns. I, I highly doubt it just because of the behavior in the past. I have to say, of conservatives and Republicans. Yep. They never follow through. Remember all the people who were going to be held accountable for lying and perjuring themselves during the Brett Kavanaugh hearing? Well, Remember let's, that? let's go even back never further happened. and talk about Hillary Clinton and the emails and the server and all of the things that happened there. And there's been Absolutely. no accountability there either. 
Exactly. And unfortunately, what happens with the Republicans is if we are fortunate enough to have a red wave in November, and I think we will, the reality is they just sort of, you know, do the happy dance and then move on and refuse to go back. And actually, and I think, unfortunately, given what has happened and the millions and millions of people who were harmed by this public health response, the millions of people who lost their livelihoods, their businesses, children being robbed of two and a half years of their education, Mm. the number of people who turned to drugs and alcohol out of desperation, the numbers of people who've been harmed by these vaccines, and on and on. I think given the devastation that has resulted, I think we are obligated morally, ethically, to hold these people accountable and to have, frankly, Nuremberg-style trials. Dr. Kelly, I can, you know, we can go down the list of other things. I mean, you just mentioned a gazillion things that have happened, you know, very uh, grave things that have happened to individuals through COVID. But let's not you know, let's not forget even some of the things that happened with, you know, job loss, divorce, broken families now. I mean, we can go down the list of things that happened, honestly, due to COVID and the lockdowns. And you can argue with me all day long on some of the things I just said, but I will be right all the way through because that's what happened. No, absolutely. Early on uh, during the lockdown, I was reporting on things like this 67% decrease in reports of child abuse that happened during COVID. Why was there a decrease? Not because it wasn't happening, but because teachers are the ones who 90% of the time report that a child is being abused at home. It's the PE teacher or the science teacher who picks up on it. All of a sudden, those weren't being reported. Huge decrease in reports of children having vision and hearing issues. Why? Not because they decreased, but because it's teachers who yep. generally pick up that yep. little Johnny isn't seeing the blackboard right. or is, you know, Susie isn't hearing me when we're talking in class, those sorts of things. The impacts of this are so far-reaching. We know that. Why don't we, I don't even think, Dr. Kelly. In some cases, we've seen, you know, all the results. Let's talk. You know, you and I have mentioned this numerous times. Now, what about the the kids that haven't developed verbally, language-wise, like they should be by now because of the stupid masks and other things that we did, and in some cases, parents are still doing. We we don't even know the repercussions of that yet. Oh, it, it will be decades. It will be decades. And in fact, surreptitiously, you know, the CDC came out and the, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out and just surreptitiously changed on their website the number of words that a child should know by 24 or 30 months. Rather than acknowledging this debacle of wearing masks has profoundly impacted the ability of young children to learn to speak. And that's because children, believe it or not, learn to speak far more by emulating mouth movements than by what they hear. It's by watching your mouth move. That's how they learn to speak. So rather than acknowledging that children are profoundly delayed in their speech ability, they just went on and changed the milestones. Milestones have been set for, for decades and decades. So you're right, John. We won't know and we won't know for a long time the impact of this. It's going to be, to your point, decades when it comes to certain things on everything from the family front to what you're talking about with children to the economic devastation, the fact that we still 
have individuals that are sucking off of the system. I'll talk about that more on Monday, folks, but just the unemployment claims and things that, by the way, are still going on when you look at all the help wanted sides around. I just, I, I can't, I can't believe that. But Dr. Kelly, literally the ramifications of what happened during COVID, during the, you know, a year to, to 18 months that we were dinking around with things and still are in some cases, the reality is some of the the results of that, to your point, it's going to be 15, 20, might even be longer than that down the road before we really realize the full impacts. So, I mean, you and I may not even be around by then, and the next generation will have to figure it out. Yeah, and frankly, John, something we don't talk about enough, I think, is the devastating impact that all of this has had on the, the, the divisiveness, the yep. fractioning, right. fractioning it has done of the country. We have cleaved this country into yep. two That's right. now. It has absolutely been the most polarizing. There is nothing that could have happened short of an out-and-out civil war that could have polarized yep. this country Agreed. more. Agreed. Uh, you now have, you know, it's, it's are you va- vaccine versus anti-vaccine, mask versus no mask. Do you believe in, you know, and on and on and on. Do you believe in having any element of civil liberties or are you willing to give them all up to the government and to unelected bureaucrats, um, you know, who make up capricious uh, decisions with regard to, you know, what you will and won't do today, whether or not you can leave your house, whether or not you can go to a fast food restaurant, whether or not a sporting event, we can go down the list, a sporting event, right, exactly. And on and on. And we it's just going to be a long time ever to get this country back to where we were pre COVID. Dr. Kelly Victory with us. We'll be right back. Any questions for her, please text me 307-200-8222. High Five Plumbing is next. It's 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. And I was reminded today that they are still looking for individuals to join their team. So people that can work the dispatching end of things, the warehouse end of things, being a plumber, an apprentice, they'll teach you how to be a plumber. You name it, they need help. And as I said a moment ago, we've still got unemployment claims rolling into Colorado, which I just don't understand when we've got really solid companies like High Five looking for help. 877-WE-HIGH-5. You thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy. That was until you had help installing it from the experts at High Five Plumbing. They took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture perfect. All thanks to the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, with expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith. Don't forget about his great seminar coming up next week, the 26th. Not a seminar, dinner. He's going to buy you dinner at Ruth Chris, so it's not even a regular seminar. Just go have dinner with Al, enjoy yourself, and learn something at the same time. That's next Tuesday, by the way. 303-744-1128 to register. Inflation affects everyone differently. It seems strange because everyone is spending more money in certain categories. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial explains that your situation is unique. And that just because prices are inflated doesn't mean inflation affects you the same way it affects everyone else. You can live with inflation as you have before by combining trips. 
staying local, or being frugal. But since inflation affects you uniquely, you should personalize your financial plan. Al Smith knows that it's the big picture planning that matters the most when the market is down. He can help you make financial moves that, unless you're a financial planner, you wouldn't think of, like maximizing your 401k in a market downturn. Create a strategy with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and enjoy the comfort of understanding how financial circumstances, like inflation, affect your personal financial situation. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and we are back. Dr. Kelly Victory with us as she is most every single Thursday during this uh, 3 o'clock hour, which we appreciate very much. Any questions for Dr. Kelly, again, please text us, 307-200-8222. In the meantime, before we get some more questions coming in, natural immunity, Dr. Kelly. There was an article that went, you know, went around to you, Steve, and I. I think Steve actually is the one that sent it to you and I talking about natural immunity. And there's an article out talking about how it, you know, they're learning now, it does not wane. And yet we were told, again, another one of the lies back in the beginning, talking about Burks and Fauci and so on. That's another one of those lies where they said, oh, we don't know. We think, you know, you might have natural immunity for 90 days or so. What they're figuring out now is, no, it really does never wane. Cor- correct. And I said this from the very, very beginning, not because I have a crystal ball, but because I know the science. Yep. If you look back to the uh the SARS-CoV-1 outbreak back in 2003, uh, we know that people who had that COVID out, that, that upper respiratory infection in 2003, still to this day, 18 years later, 19 years later, still have robust immunity. So it wasn't exactly a long shot to predict that people who had SARS-CoV-2 would in fact have enduring immunity. Uh, my father had the Spanish flu back in 1919 and was part of a study back in the 1980s looking at immunity and decades, what, six decades later, he still had immunity to that virus. He still had active antibodies. Um, these things is not to say that you could never get uh, a case of it again, depending on how the virus mutates. But the reality is that we have known for decades that natural immunity always is better than vaccine-induced immunity, and it was very predictable that that would be the case with COVID-19. Okay, so again, no dumb question. Given all of your background in this, given the fact that most of us, myself included, who I'm not a doctor, but common sense would say, oh, okay, that makes total sense. And I probably already know the answer to this, but then why this huge push by the medical community, not all, but by the medical community and the news media especially, to basically poo-poo anybody like you that said, hey, natural immunity is a great thing. If you can, you know, if you can withstand it, you're not immune compromised, you're not elderly, go get COVID and quit worrying about it. Why, why, why didn't we go down that path instead of doing what we've done? We should have. It's inexplicable. I'm not suggesting that anyone go out and purposefully try to contract No, but COVID, what you and I were saying all along was if you get it and you're healthy, stop worrying. A- absolutely. If you look at communities, say, like the Amish community uh, in Pennsylvania or the Hasidic Jewish communities in New York, they're very insular communities. They, they worship together. They socialize right. together. They uh, support each other's businesses. So they rarely leave their very insular communities. They had massive outbreaks. The COVID spread through their communities. 
they all they were not vaccinated they all got over it and those communities developed herd immunity very very early on in the pandemic and have been absolutely fine no 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 harm at all to them they've done they've you know continued working yep. they've continued going to school going to church and everything else uh, so we would have done far better and from the very beginning the reality is we knew that this virus did not impact everybody equally. We knew from the beginning right. that right. it was largely the elderly and those with a well-defined group of comorbidities were at higher risk. So we should have rallied around to protect those small groups of people and let everybody else go about their business, figuring, okay, if you end up getting COVID, you'll be sick for a week or 10 days, you'll have natural immunity and you'll move on. But instead, we treated everybody as if they were at equivalent risk, including children, destroyed, again, the lives and livelihoods of hundreds of millions of Americans, um, all because a small group of people had significant risk. This absolutely defies logic. They breached every tenant of public health mm -hmm. uh, by doing this and by not considering the impact of the different mitigation schemes, whether it was masking or lockdowns or social distancing or whatever other silliness they were doing, they didn't uh, really look at what's the impact of that going to be on the entire population, not just on grandma. Okay. Uh, another question just came in. Uh, actually, call Charlie just text, texted me this. Caller wants to know what your thought is on, I know we've talked about this, it's been months though now that we have the Novavax vaccine it's just been released i think it was re i think it was released over in europe first don't quote me on that dr kelly but i think that's the case i don't is it released here in the u.s yet it, it is it has not been released for at least on large scale here it's being recommended now it's being you know essentially approved by an eua when it is available here uh, my thoughts on there are this it is safer than, you know, quote unquote, safer than the mRNA vaccines provided by, you know, Pfizer, Moderna uh, and J&J. &J. Um, that said, it is not likely to be any more effective. This the Novavax yeah, vaccine you. uses yep. a, an, an adenovirus to actually bring the spike protein into your body so that you see that spike protein and you start making antibodies to it. That is certainly safer than using mRNA, which gives your body the directions to start producing on its own the spike proteins, and you can do that in perpetuity. We have no idea how long that will go on. So is Novavax safer by simply introducing the spike protein to your body? You see it and you develop antibodies? Yes, that's safer. The reality is, however, it's still based on the spike protein from the Wuhan strain that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I was just going to so say the bottom line the is you don't need it anyway. Yeah. So what difference does it make? You're going to, if you get the Novavax vaccine, you will see a spike protein that does not exist in nature any longer. You will, de you will develop antibodies to a spike protein that doesn't exist in nature any longer. And you will have an army of antibodies to protect you from a virus that doesn't exist. So I'm not really So why? Sure. I mean, who you cares know, at that point? Correct. That's how I would see it. I mean, it would, it, it's like, I don't know, a, a comparison maybe in, in the real world. It would be like changing your oil. I don't know if I'm even using the right explanation here, Dr. Dr. Kelly, but the bottom line is it'd be like changing your oil after you just did it a week ago. The reality is, is it helping? It's not hurting, but it's not doing any good either. 
Right. Yes. It's, it, and so you still have, and the reality is it, it may hurt because True. we Good know point. that the spike protein, the spike protein is not innocuous. That's it, true. It is the part of the virus that causes all the problems, everything from blood clots to, you know, you know, he thinks of these long term effects like brain fog. So I'm not really keen on injecting a potentially toxic substance, i.e. that spike protein into my mm-hmm. body so that I can induce antibodies that are going to be useless because I'm yeah. never going to see that spike protein in the wild. Good point, which leads to the next conversation, which I was going to move into anyways, but a texter texted in and asked if you had heard of the new John Hopkins study that came out saying that vaccines are not helping. In fact, they've caused many other health issues. And of course, we've talked about this numerous times. There's even been some things uh, when it comes to overseas actually now being publicized vacationers in uh, areas like, uh, where is it, Italy, I believe, in the Italian beaches. We've got vacationers dropping dead on the beach. And yes, I know we can't directly relate it to that, but tell me in history, Dr. Kelly, where we've had these types of events, where we've got sports players, we've got vacationers, we've got young, healthy individuals developing things that, frankly, I believe they never would have developed otherwise, in some cases, death or dead now. I mean, give me another explanation besides the vaccine. Precisely. What are you proposing is causing this? I can't tell you that any particular case whether it's, you know, Justin Bieber's, uh, you know, Ramsey Hunt syndrome or his wife's, uh, you know, brain hemorrhage uh, or anybody dropping dead. All of, we have athletes, young, healthy people dying at 22 times the rate that they have died in previous years. Right. We have a, you know, 40 percent increase in all cause mortality between 18 and 49 years. 40 percent. OK. So I can't tell you that one any one particular case is absolutely related to the vaccine. But what I can tell you is when you look at the epidemiology, when you look at the numbers, all cause mortality, you know, all cause mortality is a very, very stable number year year after year, even in bad Mm -hmm. influenza years. The the number of all uh, people who die in any given calendar year doesn't believe it or not change drastically true uh you know even if we have you know even when we've had times of war during the vietnamese war you know right. those it, right. still we don't have big you have a 40 percent increase as reported by the life insurance companies if you when you have these massive increases in the incidence of everything from blood clots to the lung heart attacks strokes uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome, Bell's palsy, uh, spontaneous miscarriages, and on and on, massive increases in these numbers, you are obligated. This is what scientists are supposed to do. We are obligated to delve into that and say, what is going on? What are the potential explanations? And I, for one, cannot come up with any mm-hmm. you know, very compelling explanations other than these vaccines, because we know that a large number of these people didn't have COVID. That's right. Uh, we know from the you know big studies, a huge study just recently um, out of Israel that looked at a half a million people and looked at the incidence of myocarditis and pericarditis and found that it wasn't increased in people who just had COVID. It was increased in people who were vaccinated. Hmm. So, you know, I can tell you, uh, yes, we got people dropping dead, and it's interesting. You want to do, you know, fun, fun thing. Google died suddenly, right? And the number of things that died—that phrase "died suddenly" has become so common 
in death notices and obituaries, um, it is really remarkable. You know, no, and then they will do an autopsy and they'll come to the conclusion, they'll say, well, it was natural causes. You know, she had a brain hemorrhage. I'm saying, since when is a brain hemorrhage a natural cause right, in right. a 20-year-old? Right. Since when is, you know, sudden cardiac death a common finding in a previously healthy athlete? It's yep. not. Right. And when they, they came up with this new acronym, SADS, you know, sudden adult death syndrome. What are you kidding? As I said before, <laughs> right. I, because right. dropped dead unexpectedly from untoward out, you know, impact right. of a deadly vaccine is is not is unwieldy. So they came up with SADS instead. I mean, somebody really needs to look into this, and not somebody, by the way, is the CDC. The right. CDC's That's right. job That's right. is to look at these epidemiologic uh, anomalies and say, "Wow, what we would, you know, that's how we." Really, you know, found out, for example, that cigarette smoking was associated with lung cancer because you're supposed to look at the numbers and say, what is causing this you know, sudden increase in lung cancer, this mm-hmm. sudden increase in cancer of the nose and mouth, or what is causing this? And to look into those things. And rather than do that, the CDC is refusing to release the data. They're turning a blind eye to it. They're acting as if, oh, yes, we always were training, you know, preschool teachers to recognize signs of myocarditis. No, we weren't. Right. Right. Good point. All new. Well, uh, see if I can slip a couple more in really quick. Uh, we've got about two minutes left here. Native Americans in COVID. That's a question coming in. Is there is there any differences there in that particular people group than any others that you know of? Yeah, well, the only the only difference would be that uh, because the incidence of the comorbidities, specifically diabetes and obesity, is more prevalent in the Native American uh, Indian population, okay. similar to in the African-American and Hispanic populations. That, these are not, by the way, these are not racist comments. Right. No, it's just data. These are simply the, re, the right. reality. Yeah. The incidence of the comorbidities that are associated with a worse outcome from COVID, namely obesity and diabetes, are more prevalent in those populations. Okay. And therefore, they, have a, yep. a, they are overrepresented in the people who ended up being hospitalized and dying. For folks that are older, did the smallpox vaccine help somewhat against monkeypox? And I know we haven't talked about monkeypox, and if that's a bigger topic, we can save that until next week because, again, we've got about 20 seconds or so left is all. Well, well m- monkeypox is such a nothing burger. Um, okay. You know, monkeypox has been around since uh, the 1980s in, in people. It largely, in these cases, are largely amongst males and largely amongst males having sex with other men. Okay. Um, so the, uh, it really serves as a zero risk at the, at the present. Okay. Uh, it may change, but right now, okay. to the general population and certainly the elderly population, it would be even at less risk given their, uh, you know, <laughs> their activities makes or lack sense. thereof. Yep, no, it makes total sense. All right, Dr. Kelly Victory, again, Kelly, thank you so much. Always, I enjoy it, love you, really appreciate it very much. I know our listeners do as well. I get comments like that all the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean that sincerely. Thanks for having me. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds great. Talk to you next week. And again, Dr. Kelly Victory, all of her information on our website, RushToReason.com. She has her own link there as well. Veteran Windows and Doors. Talk to Dave today. Get him out. Figure out what he can do for you to help you save energy when it comes to your home. And by the way, make things more comfortable at the same time. 303-529-0720. Dave Bancroft founded Veteran Windows and Doors on three Marine Corps principles. Integrity, knowledge, and dependability. Integrity, because he won't sell you something you don't need. 
Veteran Windows and Doors charge you an honest amount, saving you half of what the competitors charge. Knowledge, because he would rather you be more educated than the next Windows sales rep that comes to your door. He'll go through the specs of the product you do need in your home. Dave is sure to explain that the U-Factor will determine energy efficiency, that the solar heat gain coefficient is necessary for temperatures inside your home and in preventing sun damage. Dave doesn't need sales gimmicks like heat lamps because he uses actual industry standards, meeting and exceeding code. Dependability is Dave visiting every customer personally so he can consider what year, how your house was built, and help you customize your new window or door. Veteran windows and doors stand by their principles. Visit klzradio.com window to see for yourself. Bruce Simmons, our reverse mortgage specialist. If that's something you think might work for you, give him a call today and he'll explain it thoroughly. 303-467-7821. Your parents think you want their house when they die, but you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell him about your parents' situation. Then set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house, but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Five o'clock hour, we're going to talk about housing. If you're thinking about buying, selling, doing something different with your home, transitioning, it's knrhometransitions.com. 720-437-8210. They always find a way. Buyers having trouble competing with cash offers, veterans with credit issues who need a new place immediately because their lease got canceled, sellers who don't have the time or resources to clean up the property for showings. Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions will do whatever it takes to buy or sell your home. With the combined experience of two realtors for the price of one, you will find a creative solution for your unique situation. In their years of buying and selling properties, Catherine and Robin have developed a vast network of professionals in the real estate industry. They have knowledge and connections the average real estate agent has probably never heard of, like the Lease to Buy program, combined with a genuine heart for helping people no one else will help. Choose the real estate team that always finds a way. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, folks, that's it for this hour. If you missed any of it, catch it between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. And don't forget to go to the website, RushToReason.com. Hour number two is next. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, right here on KLZ 560.